Hey guys, again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. And if you love what you see, and I know you do, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean so much to us. Yeah, it absolutely means the world to us. Helps us get out to the wider audience, really just capture more people that we can help you with this show. Again, if you're getting value, check us out. Thank you again. So grateful to you. So this is Jason. This is Kaylee. And it is second cup of coffee. Yay. And we're 30 days on 75 hard. So 30 days today we've gone through. So eating clean, um, no drinking alcohol, uh, two workouts a day, um, 45 minutes each workout, one being outside, one being outside or inside or somewhere in between. Um, progress picture, reading 10 pages a day, drinking a gallon of water. Um, and the funny thing is it just has been going, right? We've been yeah. putting in the work and it's been good and it's been definitely uh, just, it's always good to just control your, 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 yourself, right? Control your attitude, control your reactions, especially one of the most powerful things you can do right now is just really take back your emotions. And what this does is it sets you up in a way that you, you, you accomplish that because you, you take back your emotions. You take back your emotions. You take back your life. You take back your health. I know there's a lot of people that have put on, I think they're calling it the COVID-19. So take mm. back your health. Why, why become a statistic? Take back your health. Get out there. Yeah, no more waiting. No more waiting no more at waiting. all. There's there's no more excuses. No more waiting. Get mm -hmm. out there and do. And we just we were discussing this yesterday. How seventy five hard is no longer a challenge for us. It's challenging, mm -hmm. but it's no longer a challenge because it's turned into a lifestyle. Yeah, and that is you, you always find ways to make it a, a challenging. So we're not taking away. Um, but in that fact, when you start implementing it in your life, then you find other ways that, that you become mentally stronger and then you find new tests, right? Mm -hmm. Our ability to not let little things bother us and take us away from really where we want to be. Well, that's where you can just get hyper-focused on that, right? Get hyper-focused on where you're going, not really looking back on where you are or where you, where you were. Yes. Yes. No, totally. Because... I mean, with 75 Heart, if you don't know the story for us, we actually started 75 Heart almost a year ago to the date. Mm -hmm. um, and we are coming up on phase yeah. three. Hey, Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Um, so we are jumping into phase three. I We will read out the next week. We'll read out what the new rules for phase three is. And it's a doozy, but it, it can't. Yeah, it's actually we'll probably doing it in two weeks because we have a little ways to get yes, there, right? Two weeks. So coming up there. Um, but again, it's just, it's these points of don't have to do this, but what can you do today to put yourself in front of, in front of where you are, right? And stop saying, okay, I'm just going to wait for things to, you know, transpire. To me. Take back control, right? So instead of saying, okay, what happens if recession? What happens at this point? You know, I had a great conversation today. Well, okay, let's just change the narrative. Instead of saying, you know, what do I do if, say, I, right now I'm going to recession-proof my life. And no longer is my life going to be in, in controlled by the narrative, controlled by other things, controlled by, you know, business, controlled by anything else, uh, controlled by the social media, controlled by the news, controlled by anything, because I have now recession-proofed my life. So if you think about that term, what does that mean? It means that you are now finding ways that you do 
ultimately survive in every single point because you you've put the focus on you you've put the focus on being your best self so when it's great it's great and when it's not great you still find ways to get through and make it great and you're not to the point where when you're down you're waiting for the other something outside your control to come back and you don't have to worry about hey is this the end of recession is are we on the up are we on the upswing are we on the downswing you can now say this is my life this is what i do consistently proactively and now start taking back right the the, the thing that is never good is if you give the power away if we hope that if we put it all in someone else's hands that we we hope that what they're doing can help us well that that's not going to help you because what they're doing is something that's going to hopefully be for the masses but the overall blanket statement of you know this will help everyone well it, it helps everyone in some capacity some people it helps a very little bit and that might be you some people it helps a lot that might be you but most people, it kind of doesn't help at all. So they're just back in that limbo of being part of how many people out there that they can barely put together $400 in, in, uh, as an emergency expense, right? So today can be small things. You can do small things in your life to really just take back control of you. And once you take back control, once things might, like things, you know, more often than not, they're going to go sideways. But if you've taken control of your life, more often than not, it's something that you will be able to look at and fix because you have gotten rid of most of the outside environmental mm. difficulties because those no longer pertain to you. Yes, recession's gonna recession's gonna hit one day mm-hmm. and it'll affect you. But if you have recession proofed your life, then it won't hit you as hard. Other things might happen that are outside of your life. But if you have taken control of those things that you can control, then dealing with those outside factors will be a whole lot easier. Yeah. My, I'm not really worrying, but my thought is that we're, we're all, we're all too hopeful on someone else being out there to, to help us. Mm And the thing you can do to, to really prepare against that is be the helper instead of now waiting for someone to help. Be the helper. And that can be in so many different ways, right? It doesn't have to be this massive thing of a financial you know, overflow to help. You can be helpful in so many different ways. But if you want to find help, be the helper. Because you find that that natural point there, and uh, he's <laughs> got a hole in her mouth today. But if, uh, if, if that natural uh just direction of providing help will bring everybody else in and you'll just create the narrative that pushes everyone forward i can't read that i do i put my phone too far away i'm reading somebody's amazing comment greg scott i'm actually going to stand up and read what greg has to say greg says get rid of anguish and live with massive abundance yes greg Get rid of anguish. You do not need anguish in your life. Anguish just means you're kind of like hemming and hawing. Yes, there's going to be sadness. Yes, you might get angry. Yes, all these things. I mean, emotions will happen. But if you can control, and only you can control your emotions, once you can control that, once you can say that X, Y, Z that's happening out there that I cannot control, you will live in massive abundance. Thank you, Greg. So... Today, let's talk about seven ways to be productive. Right, seven ways to be productive. And it, this can go for all of us, right? Because at some point, we're always talking, I don't have enough time. 
I need more hours in the day. I'm just not getting enough done. So let's go through seven ways that we can be more productive because this can, this can be so helpful, right? Because I think we, we get all caught that there's not enough time, but there is, there really is. Okay. So number one, number one, for me, it's limit social media. I have to limit social media. I have to tell myself, okay, you're going to go on social. This is exactly what you need to do. These are exactly the things that you need to post. You will have this amount of time to scroll. And I don't even, actually, I don't even scroll anymore. At least I try not to. I go to my, uh, what what are those called? Uh, why, Why am I blanking? The little bell. Bell alerts. Alerts. Thank you. I go to my alerts and I see who's replied to my things, and I go into into those replies, and then I dig one step deeper and I go check their pages to see if there's anything I can add value to, and then that's what I do. I try not to scroll because scrolling gets you into trouble. Scrolling is where you start seeing those things that might be emotional triggers for you, and I am by nature an emotionally driven person, and that's just me. I work on it every day. I try to keep them in check. But if I see something that I don't necessarily, that I think is just hurtful, I will like, it'll automatically bring me down. And I'll be like, Jason, I I, I can't. I can't just take the phone, go away with it. I I don't want to see it anymore. Mm -hmm. But it's, the thing is, you can control that. And I read this great quote and I forgot who put it up, but if you, it said something to the fact that if you see something hurtful that makes you angry, scroll past it. Now it doesn't hurt anymore. Because all it is is words. All it is is images on that little screen that you have. And you scroll up and it's gone. So that's my number one. Number two, say no. Hmm. Definitely say no. If you're not getting the important things done, then you're saying yes to too many things that aren't important. Yes. So look at your day and say, what did I say yes to today that absolutely did not need to be done? And just say no. Uh, wow. We're on three already. We're going. We're on three. We're okay, going. We're, going. I'm, we're giving action we're, here. We're, we're, giving we're, action. Not, we're not just saying here, we're going to, we're going to, we're, we're not talking heads. Well, maybe, <laughs> but in that, we're going fine. You're going to use this to do it. So three, and I, I'm a huge proponent of this. It's your one thing, your one thing. And pinpointing what that one thing that you have to get done in your day. And once you get that one thing done, everything else is kind of just like icing on the cake that everything else just falls in line. But you know, you have that one thing and it's usually the thing either you don't want to do, you've been procrastinating on, or it's the hardest thing on your calendar that you just, you know, if you jump into it, it's just going to take you forever. But the thing is, if you start taking off little chunks at a time, then you'll get it done. So do your one thing. The number four is actually just stop, stop. Cause we get so busy that we don't realize we're so busy because we're, we feel like we're active. So you have to stop, take into account what you're actually doing during your day and then build it back. That was number four. That was number four. We are on number five. So number five, and this goes with the one thing, time block. I know I've told you this before and and I will keep on telling it to you, you all need to schedule and then stick to that schedule as much as possible. Now, I know things happen. You might have to deviate from the schedule, especially if you have kids and we all have our kids. Most of us or some of us, I don't even think it's most anymore. Some of us still have our kids at home and we're still very much quarantined. 
some of us have still have our kids at home. Things are kind of still not even in uproar because I started doing the scheduling for my kids a long time ago. So if you haven't scheduled yet, start living your life by a schedule. And the thing is, when you deviate from that schedule, you can go back to the schedule, see what you missed, and then go back to it when you can. See, without the schedule for me, things drop by all the time. If I don't, if I don't write it down, it doesn't get done. Well, that's another way right there. Um, make it real, write it down. I was actually gonna go to another one, but I'm gonna say this one, make it real by writing it down. If it's something that's that important for you to be productive, write it down, write it down and have it in front of your face that this is so productive that the day will not go by unless you get this done, which goes back slightly to the one thing right there. But on that fact, that's something that's it's integral because you can have your one thing get that done, but something else is so important that lingers there. But if you write it down, it makes it real. And most times when we don't feel productive, it's because we know we should do something and we're just not doing it. So writing it down, making it real, putting it in your mind, saying it over and over and over. Uh, it's like the guy um, who was the cartoonist for Dilbert. He told himself he was going to be a New York Times bestseller before he had ever written a story. And he just said it 15 times a day, 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 because it, it, it puts in um, the reticular activator into your, uh, can we remember to say that, um, in your mind where if you want to buy a blue car, well, all just out of nowhere, you start seeing blue cars everywhere, right? Because your mind doesn't have all the space to take in everything, but it does have a part to prioritize what's on your mind. Did you have a, num a number seven that you wanted to go to? Because you said you skipped over one that you were thinking of. Yeah. Well, why don't you? Well, fine. I'm taking over. Take it over. Take it over. Okay. Take number over. seven. I have one, but. Number seven. We'll do, we'll do a bonus one. Number seven is that it's okay. Well, let me rephrase this. You're not going to be able to get everything done. You have to allow yourself to know you're not going to get everything done. But one way to be committed so you're not losing the time refocusing is open up an app something that basically will set your time and give you blocks here, 25 minutes and then and then position to go back and forth. Now you can go from one task, commit to that task, you hear the buzzer, take five minutes, get yourself rested, move on to the next task. So use an app, use something else, but realize you're not going to get everything done. So don't feel you're not productive because you didn't get something done. Just be productive in that time, put the energy in, and then the next day you'll pick up right where you left off. So bonus productivity tip. Get yourself an accountability partner, whether it's your mentor, your friend, your husband, your kids. Find somebody that you know will take you to task if you don't get the task done. So I, we keep on talking about the 50, uh, the 50, actually talking about fitness, we're past right 15, the 15 minute mark. So we can segue into fitness. Yep. So number eight, accountability. And this will segue us into fitness. So we are doing the 50 push-up challenge, 50, uh, hashtag 50 with Will. And we've also included a 22 push-up challenge, which takes us to 77 or 72 push-ups, 72 yep. push-ups. Um, and that one was brought to us by Bill Allen. Those 22 push-ups, I, I challenge myself every day for the past two days to get them done straight. I have never done 22 push-ups straight in my entire life. So I was very surprised when I did it the first time. So thank you to Bill Allen. But that's been what? 20 days of doing 50 push-ups yes. and building a routine. It just it just yes. goes to shell, right? It comes and you surprise yourself and say, I'm ready to do it. But that's just like anything else. Consistent action. Um, and really accountability. And accountability produces results. Mm -hmm. But yes, be accountable. accountable. But you can find accountability in 
I don't know, find accountability in our show. You can find accountability in podcasts. You can find accountability. If you don't have that person around you, find that in some mentor that's somewhere. Find that in someone who's out there in the universe that you can listen to. And that's going to be your accountability because you know when you hear them, they're not going to let you off the hook because the words they put out are going to push you, push you higher. And the accountability partners I found for uh, Hashtag 50 with Will, they just kind of popped up out of nowhere. Like these, these are people that I kind of just met or have known just on social. And now... Now they're all like making sure I get my 50 done each day. And if I don't post, I get like a knock on my messenger. Uh, Peely, where was your push-up? So I was like, eh, I didn't push them. I have the video. Here we go. 1230 at night. Or, yeah. Yeah, so so. Uh, accountability partners are key, are key. And that's the only way you can strengthen yourself, strengthen your business, and strengthen your life and body. Yeah, so that's seven ways with a bonus that you can be more productive in your days. So make sure to go back through them, see where you're falling off, right? Because there's things I can do definitely better there. There's things that we can do better as a couple there. There's, there's always room to learn and grow, but you have to understand that it's a work in progress, right? What worked 10 years ago, well, now there's different things on your agenda. So it's going to now make you change. And so maybe if the same process works, it now has to navigate into your new routine. Get out there, get active. Today we have, um, I ran, you ran and did something. I ran and did my 22 push-ups. Ran and did push-ups. I ran, which was cool. Uh, going in later today, we'll see what we have on the agenda. Um, yeah, we'll see. We have a figure it out we sure will we we've been posting um on facebook our daily workout so if anybody wants to follow us there and we've also well let's take that back you have been posting daily workouts i potentially sometimes post a daily workout but mainly my beautiful wife here is putting putting that up so go to her page over there you can see what it is and And usually it's a an, an easier version of whatever this guy does just slightly easier yeah, so we are going to put together a compilation. Yes. Uh, we've got a lot of questions on what are the workouts we're doing to fill out two 45-minute workouts. Um, for me, it's pretty easy. One's tr- traditionally generally running. But for the other one right there, mm-hmm. we're going to put that in a compilation of videos, 70 hot, five hard workout videos, um, some easy, some medium, some hard, right, that you want to get out there. Even just use them for your workouts. Um, we should have that up in a, you know, a couple weeks or so, and we'll get that moving forward for you. I can't wait to do this because I've been getting a lot of questions about how I work out when we work out, how we work out with the kids. I mean, the videos are going to be, some of the videos are going to be hilarious because some some of them, the kids just pile on me and I can't do anything for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And others, they pile on Jason and he's just doing push-ups with them on him. Push-ups. It is part of the day. It's called daddy daycare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So that was a good show. That was a quick, quick show right there. Seven steps. So take those seven steps, put them in because that quick little action is going to make a ton of success for you. Have a great day. We will see you tomorrow. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day, bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.